welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad I get to spend a few moments with you today. So whether you're driving or doing laundry or washing dishes, or maybe you're just getting to sit and listen, I pray that today's episode encourages you and helps you in those moments when we all, or at least some of us speaking from experience, (laughs) get to feeling overwhelmed with the tasks before us. This is podcast episode 80, and it's titled A Reminder from Elizabeth Elliot to Just Do the Next Thing. And this podcast episode is for me as much as anyone, because I have a heart that too easily gets overwhelmed when my task list is longer looking than the hours in my day. Just ask my husband. He's pretty familiar with those moments. So we're talking about a favorite saying of mine from one of my favorite Christian women, and we're obviously talking about Elizabeth Elliot today and her famous saying, and we're going to chat a little bit more about where it came from in a bit, but the saying is one that you've heard me repeat many times here at the blog and podcast. It's one my daughters heard me repeat. It's one I've repeated to myself many times, do the next thing. So as a young believer, I longed for someone to take me under their wing and teach me about what it meant to be a Christian. Here I was, a wife and mother for many years without Christ. I I didn't come to faith in Christ until I was in my mid-30s, and you can uh, hear a little bit more of my testimony in episode 70. It's titled Finding Forgiveness After an Abortion. If you've not listened into that one yet, you can get a little of my background. But all of a sudden, Jesus gets a hold of my heart and he turns my world upside down in a good way. I wanted to know what it looked like to live out my life now as a Christian wife, mother, and homemaker on a daily basis. So in my searching for Christian resources, one of the first books I came across was Let Me Be a Woman by Elizabeth Elliot. And there were two quotes I wrote in my journal back in the day from that book, and I highlighted swarms of others. But for some reason, these were ones that had an impact for me personally. One was, the fact that I'm a woman does not make me a different kind of Christian, but the fact that I am a Christian makes me a different kind of woman. And the second one was, the way you keep your house, the way you organize your time, the care you take in your personal appearance, the things you spend your money on all speak loudly about what you believe. The beauty of thy peace shines forth in an ordered life. A disordered life speaks loudly of disorder in the soul. Elizabeth's writings opened my eyes to the reality that as a believer, there's no separation between the sacred and secular. All things as a Christian are sacred. In Christ, I'm changed from the inside out. So what has happened to my heart on the inside now impacts how I live life on the outside. This means even the ordinary aspects of my life, from how I care for my home and family, to how I spend my time, to what I watch, read, wear, and the list goes on and on. Elizabeth Elliot's writings and messages discipled me as to what it looked like and meant to live all of life to the glory of God. I'm still a learner and a work in progress, but I do understand the importance of applying God's word to every aspect of my life. 
And the best part of that is I'm not alone. God is at work in me and continues to change and mold me more into the image of his son. So as I share about my thankfulness for Elizabeth Elliot and her impact on my life, I want to work through this saying that she's helped me, that has helped me to get through many days when it seemed there wasn't enough hours in the day or the difficulties seemed too much to bear. And this saying comes from someone who has had much pain and suffering in her life. Elizabeth Elliot suffered, and she suffered well for the sake of Christ. She was the wife of a, a young wife, really, of a missionary who was murdered, and she continued to serve the tribal people who killed her husband with her young daughter. This is only possible by the grace of God at work in her life. She lost her second husband to cancer, and her response in the midst of suffering was so straightforward, which is one of the things I love about her. She said, Trust God, obey him, and do the next thing. So Mrs. Elliot brought to life an old poem that many of us have become familiar with. And as I share the poem with you, I also want to share a bit with you from an episode of her radio program, Gateway to Joy, that was entitled, Do the Next Thing. So the saying comes from an old Saxon legend, and these are her words about the poem before I get to the poem part. She said, have you had the experience of feeling as if you've got far too many burdens to bear, far too many people to take care of, far too many things on your to-do list? You just can't possibly do it, and you get in a panic, and you just want to sit down and collapse in a pile and feel sorry for yourself. Well, I felt that way a good many times in my life, and I go back over and over again to the old Saxon legend, which I'm told is carved in an old English parson somewhere by the sea. I don't know where this is, but this is a poem which was written about that legend, and the legend is do the next thing. And she says, and it's spelled in what I suppose is Saxon spelling, do, spelled D-O-E, and then next, N-E-X-T, and then thing, T-H-Y-N-G-E unquote there on her words and this is the poem do the next thing it's it's a, the wording is a little older english so bear with me i've um worked through it a couple times so i feel like i could present it to you well so i'm praying that is the case today but offer me grace <laughs> um so do the next thing at an old english parsonage down by the sea there came in the twilight a message to me its quaint Saxon legend deeply engraven, that as it seems to me teaching from heaven. And all through the hours the quiet words ring, like a low inspiration, do the next thing. Many a questioning, many a fear, many a doubt hath its quieting here. Moment by moment, let down from heaven, time, opportunity, guidance are given. Fear not tomorrow, child of the king, trust that with Jesus, do the next thing. Do it immediately, do it with prayer, do it reliantly, casting all care. Do it with reverence, tracing his hand, who placed it before thee with earnest command. Stay on omnipotence, safe neath his wing, leave all resultings, do the next thing. Looking to Jesus ever serener, working or suffering, be thy demeanor. In his dear presence, the rest of his calm, the light of his countenance, be thy psalm, do the next thing. So every, and end of the poem there, every episode of Gateway to Joy, Elizabeth Elliot started with these words from God's word. She said, you are loved with an everlasting love. That's what the Bible says. And underneath are the everlasting arms. So in this episode that I want to share some quotes from hers about doing the next thing, she shared about all the tasks before her that were seemingly overwhelming, not just the long list, 
but the difficulty of the tasks. They were moments from the time of her life she was ministering to the Aka Indians in Ecuador. So this is when she went back after her husband had been killed, and she went back to minister with this tribe to them, to preach the gospel to them, to do translation. She was helping to teach the believers the word of God, and she was helping and training the men to be preachers during this time. She had issues to deal with like diesel motors not working and teaching women's literary classes. She had to oversee a boys school. She had medical work to do. She was helping in the translation of the book of Luke. She had to deal with hiring people to cut grass, clean pineapple beds, keep the trail between her house and the airstrip clean. Things obviously grow probably pretty fast in the jungle. She shared it many times that Tasslis made her just want to plunk down and say, there's no way I can do this. And then she was reminded of that old Saxon poem we just read, Do the Next Thing. At that time, she shared she remembered a verse that God gave her before she went to Ecuador. In Isaiah 57, it said, For the Lord God will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have sent my, set my face like flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. I want to quote from her radio show, and I'm going to link to this transcript in the show notes so you can read the whole thing. And take the time to read it, because it will really encourage you, friend. She says, What is the next thing for you? Small duties, perhaps? Jobs that nobody will notice as long as you do them? A dirty job that you would like to give out, get out of if you could have your own preferences? Are you asked to take some great responsibility which you really don't feel qualified to do? You don't have to do the whole thing right this minute, do you? I can tell you one thing that you have to do right this minute. It is one thing that is required of all of us every minute of every day. Trust in the living God. And she continues... Now, what is the next thing? Well, perhaps it's to get yourself organized. Maybe you need to clean off your desk. If you have a desk job, that does need to be done. Maybe you need to clean out your kitchen drawers if you're going to do your kitchen work efficiently. Maybe you need to organize your children's clothes. She then came to a part of the, um, the, the episode and she shared a story of watching her grandchildren when her daughter Valerie and her husband were going away for the weekend. And at this stage in her life, Mrs. Elliot had aged a bit. And as she shared that she had the time with the grandkids, she could never remember being that busy in her life. And I loved how she shared it. She said it was granny this and granny that and so many questions and demands coming at her. She thought she might lose her mind. So then when her daughter Valerie called her and asked how she was doing, she shared with Valerie how she couldn't imagine how Valerie does it all with nursing a baby and homeschool and running a house. And Valerie laughed at her mom and shared the words that her mom probably shared with her many times over the years, do the next thing. She told her, don't sit down and think of all the things you have to do. That will kill you. It's overwhelming. It's daunting if you think of all the things that are involved in a task. Just pick up the next thing, end quote there. So for me personally, I spent many years of my walk with the Lord reading and listening to the words of Elizabeth Elliot. I love her straightforward, direct approach. I can too easily fall into self-pity or overwhelm, so her no-nonsense approach really works well for my personality. Her reminder that the Lord appoints our portion has been a truth that has brought me back to the plumb line of his word again and again, back to the truth that obedience is the gateway to joy. Elizabeth Elliot has mentored me from afar in managing my home, loving my husband and children. She's encouraged me to spend time daily with the Lord, and her simple reminder of do the next thing has helped me many a day when the task list before me was starting to become overwhelming. And 
it's those moments that maybe I just wanted to sit down and do nothing because I was overwhelmed or just quit or cry. So what might some of those next things be? Maybe the next thing in your life is you need to sit and pray or open the word and just soak in God's word. Maybe it's washing the dishes, hugging your little one, kissing your husband, taking a moment to stop and pause and just kiss and enjoy him, making a phone call. Maybe it's even making a difficult phone call, writing a letter, folding laundry, or how about praising the Lord for his goodness? We all have many next things. And the words that I speak to myself are the reminder that I don't have to do everything. I just need to do the next thing. So my prayer, my friend, for you today and for me is that in the midst of overwhelming piles, challenging tasks or issues that you're dealing with, or even just normal daily to-do items, that you'll trust in the one, capital O, who knows all things and with a faithful heart, just do the next thing. Because my reminder that I get from my husband often, Jesus is enough always, my friend. So thank you so much for your time today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please, please, I'd be so appreciative if you take a moment and leave a review over at iTunes when you get a moment. And my resource for this podcast that I want to recommend is Elizabeth Elliott's book called Keep a Quiet Heart. It's one that I turn to again and again. And I also have another resource I want to share with you, and I'll put it in the show notes over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com where you'll find all any other links, like the link to the transcript and any other books or things I mentioned I'll put there. But I have a post at the blog with a full list of her resources available from books to messages to transcripts from her Gateway to Joy radio shows. And I'll link to that in the show notes. And her website, elizabethelliot.org, just got a major overhaul. So that's kind of fun to go look at. It's a little better organized and just another helpful resource. And that's linked in that main podcast or that main post that I'm going to give you with her resources. So before I leave you today, let me leave you with some words from hers from Keep a Quiet Heart. She says, a quiet heart is content with what God gives. It is enough. All is grace. So my friend, have a very blessed week. Mm -hmm.